0: Welcome to Mortgage Space. I'm your host, Alan Medeiros, and in this podcast, we're gonna to talk to Brett Dixon from Old Republic Home Protection. This is a national home warranty company, and Brett Dixon comes to us with lots of experience, and that's one of the reasons why I have him on the podcast. We're
1: gonna go ahead and jump right in to
0: a podcast already in progress.
1: In the industry for over a decade, just continue to do what we do and take care of homeowners after the close of escrow when systems and appliances fail within the home, helping them get those repaired and saving them money in the process. So,
0: off the podcast, we were talking about something that you described as the totem pole. Can you give me that example
1: again? Well, the totem pole concept basically boils down to when you think of a real estate transaction, you have your lender, you have uh, yourself, you have your real estate agent, you've got home inspection, you have your termite reports, you have all this information that you need to go through due process to getting that home closed. Once escrow closes, all those files are now closed, they're done. Uh, The only thing that actually continues to live and breathe beyond the close of that escrow is your homeowner's insurance and your home warranty.
0: Yeah, and that was the thing that was just an eye-opener for me, you're absolutely right. When we close that escrow, technically both parties sever their ties, they're no longer party to the same transaction. The buyer goes one way, meaning the new homeowner, the seller goes their way being the seller of the property to go on to whatever they have. Escrow is officially closed, title policy is issued, and the agents go their merry way, right? But that's I think the next step for where your company and what you do as an industry um, really plays an integral role in what I would call, I guess, the. the legacy of that particular transaction, sure, right? absolutely. So can
1: you define
0: what a home warranty is?
1: Uh, the definition really of a home warranty is to protect the homeowner after the close of escrow from systems within the home that have failed. I mean, you think about when you, you purchased that home, you've probably saved up every nickel and dime that you have to get into that new property. and. You're in there now, you don't know the internal workings or the characteristics of that home per se, and you had a home inspection and everything seemed to be working at the time. And then a system or an appliance fails. So in the process of that, if you were to buy a new car or you would buy a new appliance, you're gonna have a warranty that comes with it. These are systems and appliances that those warranties may have expired a long time ago. And now uh, if there's not a recall on it, it's going to be something that has to be repaired or replaced home warranty basically comes in under within their guidelines of those systems and appliances and basically will come in and either repair or replace that item. So it could be your air conditioner. It could be your microwave. It could be as simple as, um, repairing an outlet that seems to have failed some for some reason unknown. So, let's do this. I know you
0: have a booklet that I'm sure most companies offer as far as information. Can you go through the the subsections of what different types of plans cover as far as generic things and what it does? doesn't normally cover and how certain upgrades to different uh, plans will cover additional items can you go through the systems and things that it normally covers
1: yeah we can definitely talk through that Um, typically a home warranty is going to offer you different packages similar to um, things that would be offered um, they may go, v- go above and beyond that some homes offer and some homes don't. So for example, a pool doesn't come with every house, sure. but that's considered an optional piece of coverage. Uh, your property may be on, a, on, a, um, on septic and not part of the, of the city sewer system, therefore that is optional. So those type of things are never offered directly into the plan um, what a warranty typically is going to cover regardless if it's my company or one of my competitors, we're going to cover the basics with internally within the house. So if you, th- if you think you could shrink a house and you could shake it upside down, anything that didn't fall out of that house, that's attached. It that has some kind of system functionality to the home. Um, your electrical, your plumbing, your air conditioning, your heating systems. Um, those are things that are typically covered within a warranty. Now that being the case, we do live in a unique state. So not all homes have air conditioning. So you can be over in the Monterey area and you don't have air conditioning, but air conditioning is offered uh, in California. Uh, or if not over there, well, what do I get if I don't have an air conditioning unit? Um, I just open my windows and boom, it's now 70 degrees in the house. It's great. So warranties typically when it comes to air conditioning, will give you the option uh, to either get the very basic plan that just covers those main things within the home, or they'll have an enhanced program of some type, like a program that's called uh, Ultimate Protection with Old Republic, that includes that air conditioner. And if the homeowner wants those additional benefits and they don't have an AC, they can elect not to have that, but they can choose to add the refrigerator instead. So there is an option to that. Okay. Um, the other issue is, is that typically when you start with a standard plan, it's very minimal. You're going to get a bare bones program for your home. Um, when you step up and you include the air conditioner, not a la carte, which I've seen sometimes people are like, Oh, if I add $70, I can add the air conditioner, but it's not, it's cheaper than that program that includes it. Then you have to look at what you're not getting for that additional little extra buck. And those are things like code violations. Um, those are, could be things like permits, uh, that could even include a hallway charge which typically isn't covered in anybody's standard program. So a Holloway charge could be as much as a, typically a hundred dollars to take an old unit to the dump and uh, that hundred dollars could have well more than paid for the enhanced program, whatever the warranty company wants to call it. So, um, there's the differences within that. What I encourage people to do is, is, get a copy of what is covered under the home warranty. And there's usually towards the back, there's a checkoff list of what's covered in each program. But then I would also encourage you to make sure that when you're looking at a warranty program and they all cover them online. So if you don't have a brochure, you can always go look them up. Not only do you wanna look at what's covered, but you also wanna make sure that company gives you what is not covered and why it's not covered and the reasons what is disclosed as non-covered charges. Uh, Typically some will say, well, you said it's covered. Well, under the guidelines it's covered. If you don't see what's not covered, uh, it's just an assumption and not all home warranty companies are going to give you full disclosure until after you've purchased the warranty and then they mail you their declaration.
0: So are these things that they can actually research or have guidance for on the website as far as your exclusions or protection? Absolutely. Or so?
1: I can't speak for my competitors. Sure. But yeah, but on ours, yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: I, mean, you know, I ask you to obviously speak on your expertise with your company, but that, that is a, an important thing. I know that we're gonna make a quick distinction here in a moment that any insurance policy will have exclusions as well. Mm-hmm. And in home warranty, obviously, you have to have some set of guidelines that dictate how things are performed, how things are done, and what order they're completed, so that you guys are maintaining some sense of consistency throughout the Correct. whole process. So this question comes up a lot because I think the general consumer and even sometimes agents, uh, real estate agents, don't always understand distinctions between what a home warranty is and what it is not. So let's go ahead and break this out between two different sections and I'll, I'll itemize the way I understand it to sure. Let's talk about what is home insurance. We know it in the lending industry as hazard insurance, right? And hazard insurance is to protect the homeowner against liability, loss of use, issues that may come up with the property itself through fire, uh, damage caused by some other entities but they're not necessarily going to fix certain things. Um, It's my understanding, a lot of times the insurance will create some type of protections or repair for putting it back into its pre-loss condition, but not necessarily fix the root problem. Have you seen that to be the case in what you do and then what maybe a home
1: insurance company would cover and and fix? Sure, so basically, just to clarify, you have insurance, Um, homeowners insurance you have mortgage insurance and then you've got home warranty assurance assurance, assurance is different than insurance um, obviously uh, the uh, home warranty comp- home warranty in general organizations uh, here in California are still underneath the insurance commissioner's thumb so we have to play by his rules um, that being the case a warranty is going to repair or replace it something that fails mm. due to normal wear and tear Um, a warranty will not cover something that is if a, a system or appliance fails due to not standard wear and tear. Say for example, your, your, your little child gets and stands up on uses the dishwasher door that flips down to use it as a step stool to get to the counter. That's not normal wear and tear. That washer door is not designed to hold the weight for a stair. Um, It's an external force. Therefore that is a non-covered, item. If something is to fail due to standard normal wear and tear, that's where the warranty is going to come in to repair or replace it. So in another example, you'll see you have a pipe leak. Well, the pipe leak was caused. We'll take the first scenario. Pipe leak was caused because the homeowner decided to hang a picture and didn't know there was a pipe behind the wall. Oh, uh, that's not normal wear and tear that was punctured by uh, an outside something the nail in that case, so the, it causes the house to flood. So your insurance company is going to repair the secondary damage. Um, can't say that they would fix the nail hole in the pipe that would fall back on the homeowner. Uh, but let's say the pipe broke due to normal wear and tear. A warranty company will come in and fix and repair that portion of pipe and basically Generally, replace the sheetrock to a rough finish. Any third-party damage from that uh, mold uh, from the moisture um, remediation, um, say the ceiling cave, did because the pipe was in the ceiling. That type of structure falls under the homeowner's insurance. Yes. The warranty fixes or fixes and repairs what caused all the damage, but it doesn't fix all the damage. It just goes to that piece that broke that falls within the guidelines of what's covered within the warranty itself. Does that mean? that that, That's exactly
0: what I was trying to clarify. So just a summary, the home warranty will fix the failed item if it's covered under that particular policy. The home insurance will put the property back into pre-loss condition the best that they can. Correct. If again, it falls within the insurance guidelines. Exactly. Everything is subject to your policy. Sure. Bottom line insurance is only successful if you fall within the guidelines of their policy so you need to understand what your policy covers and what it does not if you put any particular exclusions in there and for the most part when you exclude something it reduces your rates but the reason why it reduces your rates because it's not covering something exactly so you can get as as we would call it low-cost insurance but you're sacrificing the insurance that you would actually need in the case of a loss. Correct. Right. So,
1: And that, that's a big, big distinction. And with that, I mean, just to let you know, when people typically look at a warranty, a home warranty, what they're looking at is they look at the price, then they look at the coverage. They don't even look at the full coverage. And so, for example, you have two warranties that are side by side, and they see one that's more expensive than the other. The question should be, well, do they want more money or is there additional options or pieces that they cover for that? So for example, even with Old Republic, we have a program that is kind of the Cadillac in the warranty industry because it does cover items that are typically not covered under warranty, such as tree root stoppages. And there are limits within that, but that's something that's typically kryptonite to home warranty in general. Um, As far as removing that tree root from that pipe, Uh, they put money towards that. Now it doesn't replace the pipe and that is an external force. That's not normal wear and tear, but that's an advantage to the product that we offer as well as people don't always understand that if something breaks, we're going to fix what broke. In order to get to it, we have to have access. Mm. And typically that's something that's pretty much across the board. The homeowner has to provide access. So a few years ago, the government stated that all hot water heaters had to change in size not for capacity, but for insulation to make it more energy efficient. So hot, waters became, hot water heaters became two inches wider, or two inches wider and two inches taller. And some of these homes, these hot water heaters barely fit like Tetris now. Mm. So when they go to replace it with an like model, if it's a 55-gallon hot water tank, and they replace it with a 55, hot, 55-gallon hot water tank, but the size is different and it doesn't face, it doesn't fit, whose fault is that? The home warranty is going to replace it with an as like model just now it's bigger. So the homeowner has to pay for the modification or reconstruction costs to modify that space to get that piece of equipment back into place. We actually have a program that also offers $1,000 towards modification costs at this time. So, and that is something that may not be offered with another warranty company. But what you're paying for, for an extra $100 or so, is going to save you in the long run. So it all goes back to like you were saying, the size of the plan determines the size of the coverage.
0: Sure. So, let's talk a little bit about duration of when home warranties are normally offered and when they're used, how long they last, what are basic plans available through your company?
1: Typically, warranties are going to last in general 12 months, okay. 365 days. Warranties in general will always start the day that escrow closes on a real estate transaction. Um, given the fact that they've gone through those inspections, those things that may have popped up in a home inspection should be disclosed to the buyer that these th- items need to be fixed prior to the close of escrow. Um, what typically, what, and to say it typically happens on occasion. Um, I've heard in the industry, uh, The the agent said, don't worry about it, the warranty will take care of it. Well, our policy clearly states everything has to be in good working condition. It has to function at least once from the time escrow closes. So if a home inspection is done, and typically they're done two to three weeks prior to the close of escrow, that's a two to three week window from the time it functioned to the time escrow closed, something possibly could have failed. And the first time the homeowner goes in to, to turn that item over and it doesn't work, did it work? Did it fail because it was never worked after the close of escrow? Well, obviously the first time they turned it on and it doesn't work and it fails, it obviously happened prior to the close of escrow. Where we get in, into, he said, she said, as the home inspection came in, they said it worked. Everyone says it works. And the first time the homeowner comes in, the homeowner is going to be very honest and they're going to say it never worked. So warranties get this wrap of, well, they look for a way to deny it. It all comes back to something very simple the contract it states specifically if it worked then it's covered it doesn't say how long it has to work it just means it has to function and cycle through a full cycle least once so I encourage people when they're in their closing escrow make sure you walk through that property make sure everything's functioning before it's all done even on a final walkthrough make sure everything's working and sometimes Things may go wrong. It's the rust on the side of the hot water heater that wasn't disclosed or the rot underneath that was like, oh, no big deal. But when we go in and ask the homeowner, was this working? Yeah, but there was a leak. There was rust. Well, that shows corrosion. That didn't happen overnight. That's been happening for some time. That's where you're going to get denied.
0: So in situations like this, would it be considered a pre-existing condition where something was already disclosed, you just didn't make mention of it or it wasn't Something that was functioning or not functioning, but when you take possession, that's when you notice the failure. I mean, what what is that distinction? You made so, some examples there.
1: So, so yeah, basically you hit it around the head. If it's noted, but it wasn't corrected prior to the close, then it was obviously failed prior to the close of escrow. Um, we've even have people call and go, well, "Yeah, well, it never worked." Longer well, than the admission, it never worked. It, they knew it was pre-existing prior to the close. There's um, something called an undetected pre-existing condition. So let's say there was that small drip leak within a pipe that wasn't discovered by the home inspection. Um, and it wasn't noticed until after the escrow closed. Well, there was no way to see it. Uh, a cracked heat exchanger is a great example of that. The inspector gets up there. He's going to see it blows hot air. It blows cold air, but that heat exchanger is already cracked. Well, there's no, the, the inspector's not going to get on there and take that unit apart that would be considered something that was undetectable, but pre-existing. So that's really what that is set up for is, is situations like that where it failed prior to the close, but there's no way to determine that. And when they go to use the heater and they smell gas, that's where that undetected existing clause w- will be put into play. And that's something that would therefore then be covered. It's the fact that the dishwasher never worked from the time. First time I used it, I turned it over. Well, why doesn't that work? It should have at least cycled once. Well, my inspector just rolled through the cycles. It's got to go through a complete cycle one time. Mm.
0: So so there is a reliance, obviously, in other people's influence on what you guys are able to see and then sure. detect and cover.
1: And so I, and in all defense, I've seen sometimes where I've been able to go ahead and require request a, a contractor, even though we've denied it, to come out to do further inspection to actually get... An educated decision versus just going right to it's denied the homeowner said it never worked that's on a case-by-case basis depending on the scenario that's at play and have things overturned because it ended up falling under that undetected pre-existing condition
0: so with that said it's, it's pretty obvious you guys have relationships through the home protection plans that are offered with vendors that produce I guess field inspections to get the services rendered to fix the problem if it's covered, correct? Correct. So is this a list that's constantly rotating or is this something where you guys have established relationships with vendors? How how does that
1: work for your company? In general, vendor lists are on a constant rotation. Okay. Um, So to get a list today may change tomorrow. Um, Them either choosing to come off the list or join the list goes into amount of variables. Uh, it could be the fact that uh, they have to be licensed and bonded. Let's say that something expired. Well, we know that. So why would we send somebody out that's currently in limbo of being having the, having coverage for themselves, for their business? We're not going to send that vendor out there. Or it's something that needs to be updated. When that comes into place, those things will variably change. Therefore, that vendor may come off a list for a day and then pay, pop back up tomorrow. It's... Constantly rotating. Now, so, does
0: the homeowner have the ability to ask for a particular vendor, and if they're not on your list, can they be approved to be rendering services?
1: Good question. Typically, we will always work with our pre-approved vendors. Uh, they have to go through a situation where they they need to prove information to us that they are valid, they are licensed in their industry of and in trade. Um, that they're, they're bonded and those limits are all within, within corporate. There's something the homeowner doesn't have to worry about. We've already vetted these, these, these contractors. Um, and we keep a tabs on them. If they come back with a bad review, we want to know more. Obviously there's an education opportunity there to figure out what the situation is to make it better. Um, and we've had other times where homeowners will call and they go, your vendor was awesome. He took care of us from beginning to end. I mean, those are the great stories, the ones you'll never hear of. It's always the ones that people feel they were misdiagnosed on on the system and that the contractor got it wrong. Well, we look at that also on a case-by-case basis, and there's a series of questions that we go through and do process to determine if that is valid or not valid.
0: That's good to know because I think people have this impression that they can just use anyone they like to fix the problem.
1: And they can. We, we can give outside authorization, but with that comes into play, some areas where we don't have a contractor in that area, in that Pacific Trader Industry, we will give the homeowner an opportunity to find his own contractor to take care of that. Um, that contractor can't just go out and make the repair. He's going to go out and determine what the issue is, and then he needs to report back into us his discovery, then we determine from there if it's covered or not covered under the guidelines within the contract.
0: So here's a question. Uh, is there a trade fee or an expense when the vendor goes out to look at the system or do anything Is it like a copay or anything?
1: Sure. So just like you have uh, your your copay on in car insurance or your deductible in uh, the warranty industry is a service fee. Um, right now our service fee is only $75 and uh, that was for that specific trade. So if it's a plumbing situation, we're gonna send out a plumbing contractor, and let's say you just happen to have two toilets that need valves replaced, and you have a stoppage somewhere within the home, and they all happen simultaneously within a given time before the contractor gets there. As long as we know about them, we give him the authorization to make all those different repairs, he pays one trade call fee for all those repairs. But if you have a trade call fee because the plumber's coming out, but then you have an air conditioning issue, and on top of that your microwave went on the fritz, well, those are three different contractors. They may show up the same day. Those, those are three different trade call fees.
0: That makes sense. And then that's fair too, I believe.
1: And those, war- and the, and those trades come with a, war- uh, a guarantee that if something fails within that first 30 days of the repair, we will resend out that particular trade contractor and the homeowner is not charged a second service fee.
0: So that's one of the leading questions I had. So let's just say that they replaced um, plumbing. Does that particular plumbing contractor then have their own warranty of the work that they completed for the timeframes? Is that something that's typically offered?
1: A warranty, it's within our- Meaning, cl- say,
0: let's just say they have a particular product they installed. Does the vendor have, say, a manufacturer warranty
1: on that product for the actual duration, let's just say, if they were to replace the dishwasher, and this, it, the manufacturer, the the manufacturer of that dishwasher has a one year warranty that goes along with that. Okay. So therefore, then, if it fails within that year, we will then turn that back over to the manufacturer for the repair. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Right. Yeah. Correct. So, 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 let's so just new say construction, that for example, let's take that. New construction. Somebody moves into new construction. All those appliances are covered the first year. Mm-hmm so if they have a warranty on that it's not going to cover those items it'll always go back to the manufacturer's warranty
0: per se so with that example just for clarity let's just say you have a one year home warranty that you've Mm -hmm. purchased at the close of your escrow you're at the ninth month you have a trade that comes out does work they install a new dishwasher the dishwasher then fails seven months after that you're outside of your home warranty you would contact the vendor that installed it and say is there a manufacturer warranty
1: on the dishwasher that was installed and then they would address it accordingly is that correct now it's up to the homeowner maybe not to call the contractor that did the install they need to contact the manufacturer
0: oh okay so, so they wouldn't even go through the trade itself. they would not the even go through the
1: trade at that point they're gonna they're gonna get all the paperwork that comes with it it's up to the homeowner to fill out the warranty information and send that in so they can get that warranty Covered by that manufacturer for that one year. Got it. Okay. And, well, if, that- and if that fails, then they the manufacturer will then send out a licensed contractor that represents their product.
0: Yeah, no, that's good to know.
1: And the, uh, real quick, just to touch, the one thing that a lot of people don't understand is you can get a warranty on new construction. Typically, warranty is underneath an existing home. Uh, we offer a product that out- covers a warranty years two three four and five um, so and typically your builder is going to come in and do two things one any of the appliances the first year covered in a manufacturer's warranty uh, outside of that the builder typically offers a 210 what they call a 210 warranty which is two years internally within the home of things functioning correctly and ten years on the structure what is offered with the Old Republic with their with their new construction is four years of warranty that's on the appliances and that starts year two. So two, three, four, and five, they get a four year warranty on those appliances as well as if there's a stoppage that would not be covered by the homeowner. Anyway, uh, the man, the builder anyway, they're going to come out and repair that stoppage. A uh, perfect example on my home. Uh, we were in the home two years and the air conditioner went out and it was a simple $15 part. Uh, The builder wasn't going to cover it at first and um, the home warranty would have stepped in, but I just happened to catch the guy out there at the time that was doing construction on some air conditioners and he came and just looked at it as a favor. He replaced the part and I just got lucky with the builder and they said, no, we'll go ahead and take care of that part because he was already here. Otherwise, I would have had to call into the warranty. They would have then taken care of it. If I didn't have the warranty, I would have had to pay for the part. The part would have been upcharged. The labor would have been charged on top of that. Mm. Overall, it was a win-win, but people don't consider getting a uh, warranty on a new home. But then again, too, you, like I said, stoppage wouldn't be covered anyway. So I always encourage them, four years worth of warranty for, for the price that you pay is only a little over $100 more than a resale.
0: So that's exclusive to new construction. That's that exclusive for okay. your warranty.
1: So let's talk, and
0: I don't even know if it's offered. I'm assuming it is. But if somebody had a home warranty after they purchased our home, are they offered renewal options or can they obtain a home warranty after having owned a home for a certain amount of time?
1: Good question. Yeah, Yes, the, you will see advertisements on TV from competitors stating if you don't have one, you can get one and they will send you the information, and if someone after the close of escrow two years down the road decides they want one, they can purchase one. Now, anytime a warranty is offered within a real estate transaction, it's always at a discounted rate, because a warranty company typically knows that if they spend a little less money on the the warrant, they can spend less money on the warranty for the first year, they've already spent the money and all the other stuff they had to use to close the escrow. Retail-wise, it's always gonna be at a little more expensive price. You don't get that discount, um, in, in generally. So, but it can be offered, and typically I know with our company, uh, if it doesn't go through real estate transaction, there's a 30-day wait before you can place your first claim from the time that you receive payment. Uh, it's just to try to help prevent some fraud. Ha- it's happened, I've actually had a phone call where somebody ordered a warranty, and I got a call back from corporate 15 minutes later, um, saying, hey, you just added this warranty, you put it into play, and th- you called it this time, and 30 minutes, late, 30 seconds later they called in, and they had an air conditioning issue. Obviously it didn't fail in the 30 seconds, and now they wanna cancel the warranty because we're not gonna cover it. Well, then the question was, what was the intent of the warranty? So that's why that 30-day window, for example, is in place to prevent that happening, which ultimately comes back to the consumer, because if that was the case, then warranties would continue to rise in cost to cover those type of situations and we're trying to prevent that.
0: Sure. One thing that I was intrigued about is when I purchased my home, I used your company for home warranty and I bought, I don't know which one it was. I think it was probably the ultimate protection. I think the title of it was, and it actually covered something that I didn't know all warranty options were there. It, It covered the springs on my garage door opener which was, I think, an extended coverage. That's a standard. The Does that plat-
1: that's actually not even the ultimate. That's in our platinum program. Okay. So you had gotten that catalog of all warranties, which covered those additional parts, even the rollers on your garage door actually covered under that particular program. So, and that's kind of exclusive to our industry and what we do. Um, the one thing I will say is, is that not all appliances within the, in the home are always covered. Um, and I'm going to give the example. Of the only one really that people question me on is refrigerators. You choose the air conditioner or the refrigerator under Ultimate or Platinum. You can add the refrigerator separate. The reason we don't include it is typically not all refrigerators come with the house when you buy it. Mm. It's going to come with the stove. You're required to have something to cook with. It's going to come with a dishwasher, a garbage disposal. A microwave typically is going to be built into the range. Um, but the refrigerators can come and go. That's why it's an optional piece of coverage or you can choose to add it. So I just want to clarify that.
0: Yeah, no, that that's a good distinction. And again, the listener of this podcast is really not going to know what right. we're talking about. Right. So let me give you this opportunity to... To give us more information on how consumers can find information about your company but also what plans are offered and how they can contact you, what would be the best way to do that?
1: The best way is just go directly online. Um, The one thing about Old Republic Home Protection is is we are the only home warranty company that does come with an A-plus business rating. Uh, Those aren't just handed out. Sure. Um, So um, the information you're gonna find online, you can find great things and you can find bad things. Uh, Overall, what you want to look at is you want to go to orhp.com, and at that website, you're going to be able to get price quotes for different states that warranties are offered in. It's going to give you more information of what's covered, what's not covered, and then at that point, it'll direct you where you need to go. Um, If you're in a real estate transaction and you want more information, uh, talk with your real estate agent. Um, they're, They're the first person and the last person you're going to see in that real estate transaction. Um, typically because they're going to give you the keys at the close of your escrow. Um, You can ask them their experiences and they're going to give you their take on what warranty is or is not. But I would, you know, encourage people to do their due diligence, make their own research, get the information and um, typically look at what's offered in the warranty. But more importantly, look, what's not covered in the warranty. Um, Because not all warranty companies are equal. We're very similar but there are certain pieces that are offered with the Republic that typically aren't even ordered or offered within a warranty in general. Which is good to
0: know. I don't think that the distinction is very clear, like I said. So I think that the listener to the podcast really needs to do their own personal due diligence, even if they're recommended a home warranty mm-hmm. company. And then also you know use the real estate professionals that are there they're there for a reason their advocacy but also protection and, and providing some resource data that the general populace doesn't really get Correct. so that's great information
1: and i would say make sure you when you talk to your agent your agent may not know mm-hmm. much about the warranty that's not their job sure but have your agent say hey i'm working on a transact we're working on this transaction i'd like more information on the old republic And if they have questions, the agent can reach out to me, give me their information so I can contact them directly, go through their questions that they may have so I can answer those. And then I turn around and I hand them back over to their agent because I want that agent to be involved in at all times through that process. So that's what's important. Plus, if something were to go wrong, your homeowner's gonna call in to Old Republic regarding the, the claim that they, they need to place but if they feel they don't have they, they're having issues or concerns that aren't being addressed, they're always going to go back to the real estate agent uh, that agent then can reach out to myself and then I can do some more discovery behind in the background to determine hey was this was this incorrect um, based off of their information and their knowledge or is there a breakdown in communication with the homeowner So there's a lot of variables. So I always encourage the homeowner to go back to the real estate agent Good to know. Well, this
0: segment of the, the podcast is our finishing segment, but I wanted to ask kind of success stories and horror stories. So do you have any good stories you can tell us on success either both sides or one or the other?
1: Or horror. <laughs> um, success stories, it's, it's that single mother that, that put the warranty on reluctantly. And the agent encouraged it. And she said, no, I have an uncle who can fix a hot water heater. And the agent said, no, I think you really need to get this. Well, the agent, he may have been a plumber, but they still have to spend $1,200 in buying the product. And that's a success story because in replacing that hot water heater, that's money we saved her uh, for the product. And let alone the uncle may have supervised that installation and said, hey, they did a great job doing this install. But ultimately, the few hundred dollars she spent on the warranty overall saved her over a thousand dollars in repairs. Uh, horror stories. Uh, I've came across a situation where it was a spa tub upstairs and it was, uh, wasn't heating properly and they couldn't figure out why. And then for some reason simultaneously the the heater on the pool pump had gone out. Now what Mm. does the pool pump and the spa in the, in the, have something to do with the, bathtub jacuzzi upstairs well apparently someone got creative and remodeled the bathroom and actually plumbed a fish a pond liner into the upstairs master bathroom and created a spa tub for the new homeowner to come in plumbed it and decided they should pull the hot water from somewhere so they pulled it from the spa which created the drop in the spa levels to go down and the heater on the spa to go out so I've Seen some bizarre, I've heard and seen bizarre things, but that's probably the oddest thing I've ever heard. And uh, no, the hot water heater to the spa was not covered because that wasn't normal wear and tear. Wow. So.
0: That's an interesting story. So the creative nature of the previous homeowner created a problem that was not known, but it was not normal and customary in the design and and use of that that functionality, functionality.
1: Absolutely. Wow. Because since when does a spa <laughs> heater designed for a jacuzzi tub inside of a home and let the water levels basically fry the, fry, the, fry the motor out.
0: Wow. So interesting stuff. Well, Brett, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything you want to add that we didn't cover today that you think it's important for the podcast
1: listeners to hear about? No, I appreciate them listening. And if they have any further questions, feel free to reach out to uh, your uh, real estate agent here in Kern County or wherever you're at. Have them get a hold of a home warranty, Old Republic uh, uh, representative, and we'd be more than happy to answer your questions.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much, Brett.
1: Have a good day.